Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week, we've been binging. We've been looking at shows and comics and games and stuff to get you through this quarantine and uh, hopefully make it a little bit easier on you past some time. I am upset at myself, though, before we go any further. For the song this week, I did the song that never ends because it feels like this quarantine is never going to end. Like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I'm an extrovert. I'm a people person. I need to be out there around people. And being home, uh, it's it's horrible. Like I just, I let my wife go do the curbside pickups because to me that's just a tease. Like, oh, you get to come to town, but you can't talk to anybody or see anybody. So uh, uh, that's why I picked the song that doesn't end. But I completely, completely forgot that way back when on Papa Roach's Infest album that there was a song called Binge on there. And I should have used it for this week. But here we are Thursday. My bad, y'all. My apologies to Jacoby and the gang and Papa Roach for not using their song. Um, Sorry, guys. Maybe next time. I I wish I would have. I really do. But today, we're going to look at it's kind of the, the history of binge-watching and the effects of it uh, and everything like that. So it became real popular back in about 2013. That's when Netflix really burst onto the scene uh, with their streaming service. Now, Netflix had been around for a while before that with their By Mail, which was still really awesome. You could get like a movie a day, just one right after another. It was really cool. That was like laid the groundwork for the binge process that we know now. And um, when Netflix did their original series, they would release them all at once instead of the weekly or every other week. If you're the CW, um, actually CW doesn't have a schedule. They just do whatever. But, you know, traditionally, historically, TV shows are a new one every week, which is OK. You know, I, I don't mind that. But Netflix was like, no, here it is. Here's everything. And when they did that, changed, uh, changed entertainment, you know. In 2015, the Collins English Dictionary said binge watch was the word of the year. It's hyphenated, so it's one word. Uh, it's, it's just crazy to me. People, as far as the definition, you know, if it was the word of the year, they, most people say that it's watching between two to six episodes of the same TV show in one sitting. That's what the uh, us common folk, I guess, refer to it as, which I, I would agree with that. But there's researchers, and we're going to get into some researching here in a minute, that say the definition depends on the context of the show, the actual show, what genre, you know, just all these different things come to effect. So trying to make things super complicated. But I think for the sake of everything... We're going to stick to the two to six episodes in one sitting. Now, I do know people who do more than six. And bless you. 
uh, is all I can say because I don't I don't have the fortitude for that. Uh, but you know, so back 2013, this was we're gonna get back to that 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 big Netflix moment when they started dropping all their their stuff. And one of the first big shows that they dropped was House of Cards, and Kevin Spacey, who now you know nobody likes, but back then he was their poster boy, their golden child. He even in a lecture, in like this big lecture, was telling TV executives that hey. It's it's what they want when they want it. If they want to binge, they should be able to, to binge. And that, you know, okay, I kind of get behind that. He went on to talk about how the high quality stories will retain the audience attention. Uh, it'll you know keep them engrossed and engaged. He also made the argument that it might reduce piracy because it's just all out there all of a sudden, and everybody has access to it. And I think it's interesting that they said reduce because nothing's going to get rid of piracy. I mean, I don't do it. I don't judge people who do. I mean, I do, but I have like good friends and family members who that's the only way they watch stuff. And it, yeah. But when you're binging, when it all comes out at once, it makes it a little bit, bit better. And they likened it to reading. You know, when you sit down, a lot of times you don't read just one chapter out of a book, especially really good books, smart books, and uh, TV shows. You'll find that a lot of TV shows that go with binging are usually fairly smart. Uh, on Wikipedia, they have six shows that are associated with binge watching, which I thought you could binge watch anything, but the ones that they have are Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, and The X-Files. Which, that last one I thought was interesting because the other ones had all been created in a binge world. But X-Files, you know, that's some 90s stuff. And it, it's awesome. So, the fact that it's made it into the that echelon with those other shows. Which, if we're being 100% honest, I've never seen an episode of any of those shows except House of... I mean, outside of X-Files... Uh, House of Cards is the only other one I've seen, so I, I I'm a bad binger. I'm my my bad. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of people who are against binge watching. A lot of uh, television directors and scientists. The director, the ITV director of television, Peter Fincham, says that binge watching erodes the social value of television, and the fact that you can't have those water cooler discussions. You know, I remember like when Lost was on. Everybody was like, oh, did you see last night? Oh, what do you think is going to happen next? You know, and if everything happens, you get the whole story from beginning to end. There's not room to speculate. Yeah, there's, you know, it's harder to talk to people because when I talk to people who've watched the entire season of something or the entire series of something, I'm like, hey, no, I'm, I'm still catching up. Like, I'm a episode a week kind of guy. So I, I get that. It does demean the social value of it and that's that's pretty pretty bad there's some researchers down at ut in austin who found that binge watching television is related with like depression loneliness uh self-regulation deficiency and obesity and they think that some people you know may say it's harmless but their findings suggest that um it's not and that there are already people who have binge-watching addictions. 
Like they have to watch everything all at once. They have to get all the episodes and all everything. And okay, um, there's a media scholar, Dr. Ann Sweet, who says that it's no different than binge eating or binge drinking. It's all about addiction, and this is this is television addiction. So I I agree with that. Um, there have been some people out there who have said that it doesn't have direct effects to all this stuff that all these other people have said, but I, I don't know, you know, looking at research and things, I, I kind of lean toward that. There are some, some problems with it. I mean, cause if you're just sitting by yourself for 10 hours. That's going to cause loneliness. Um, if I'm sitting around for 10 hours watching TV, I'm snacking. I can tell you that. So there's going to be some obesity problems. Um, it's just, you know, one of those things. And I know, you know, we may look back 20, 30, 40 years from now. And at that time, binge watching may be the, the only way we watch television. I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I don't do it. And, you know, and it may be one of those things. Because I mean, people used to think smoking was good. So we could we could be wrong. I, I don't know. Uh, one study that doesn't surprise me at all done back in 2016 is that if somebody does a binge watching session, they're gonna do the probability greatly increases that they're gonna do another one. Which, I mean, that's kind of dumb. Like if you eat a pizza, a pepperoni pizza, and you realize you like pepperoni, you're gonna get another pepperoni pizza. It just doesn't make make sense to me on that. Um, and yeah, going back to like the social value of it, you know, a lot of people are finishing a show within 24 hours of when it comes out. And 30% in 2018, 30% of people say that they have done that. And that's overall population. If you look at 18 to 29 year olds, over 50%, over half the people polled 18 to 29 said that they finish new seasons of a show within 24 hours. And there's, there's some other health problems with it. There's been studies that show that when you binge watch, you have poor sleep quality. Um, your fatigue level goes up. You have insomnia more often. Um, it increases your cognitive alertness. And what that does is when you're trying to sleep, trying to fall asleep, you're just more alert. You're more awake. It, 98%, that's almost all of them, 98% of binge watchers were more likely to have poor sleep quality. So think about that. Like, it's it's insane. Uh it's almost a guarantee. Like if you binge watch stuff, you're not going to sleep as well. And that's, that's pretty sad. And it's also kind of hit advertising, which, uh, you know, I'm still on the fence about that, but they have done studies that show that people who binge watch are less responsive to ads. And I get that. They don't see them as often, but like at our house, we don't have ads. We, we pay for the Hulu, the Netflix, the Disney. we have all the subscriptions, and we pay for the no commercials. Um, we do PBS, but they don't have commercials either. So when the kids are over at grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle's house and they see a commercial, they're like, oh my gosh, look at this. This is a commercial. This is a new thing. This is cool. And I'm kind of the same way because I do like commercials uh, if they're done right. But I also hate commercials if they're annoying. Local commercials are usually annoying. So I, that... I, I can see both sides of that, and supposedly the longer this they're into the session, the less 
they pay attention to the advertising. These are people who, you know, DVR a show and fast forward through the commercials, I guess. Um, and I understand because they want to be immersed in what they're doing. Okay, I, I get why they don't want to see that the commercials, but I don't see how the effect loosens. Uh, last year, though, Hulu introduced a new thing where you watch an ad on the first episode and the second episode, and then the third episode is like, hey, congratulations, you're binge-watching. Uh, here's Now you're going to get 25% off our product, blah, 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 enjoy the binge. So it's challenged advertising to adapt and grow, which is good. You know, I think that is good for advertising. It's, but, you know, just overall, I don't think that binge watching is a healthy habit. Uh, on tomorrow's show, I'll go in a little more in-depth on my personal opinions on binge watching, but it, it's, that's what the professionals say. Let me know, though, if you binge watch, if you have trouble sleeping, let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. We're out there and we'd love to talk to you. Otherwise, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. This is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever.